is the 77 WABC minicast. We have Greg Jarrett, the great Fox News legal analyst. He also has a really great new book out. It's called The Constitution of the United States and Other Patriotic Documents. And Greg Jarrett, what did you make Fannie Willis, the Georgia DA, who's going after Trump on the RICO case, her and all these other defendants, she finally takes the stand today. And and to the governor's point, uh, who needs Anita Hill and Clarence Thomas? This is like the new soap opera here today. Well, her lover, uh, Nathan Wade, uh, took the stand before her, and, you know, he just made matters worse with seemingly absurd statements, evasive, disingenuous. And that's probably why uh, Fonnie Willis suddenly stood out of the back of the courtroom and shouted out that she was waiving her opposition to testifying, and, and then she rushed to the witness stand. But I must say from the outset, uh, you know, she was angry and hostile. She had to be admonished by the judge at one point in time, about an hour ago. She starts yelling at the judge who bangs down the gavel and calls a recess. Uh, I mean, she was at times out of control, which is. And Greg, Greg, it's David Patterson. Uh, Not long before she did that, she yelled at the prosecutor about yelling at her. I mean, it, and he wasn't yelling, by the way. He was simply asking, you know, uh, pretty stern, penetrating questions, and she just didn't like the questions, so she accused him falsely of yelling at her. You know, here's the important part. She admitted the sexual affair with Nathan Wade, her subordinate, but she insisted it didn't start until after Wade was hired, not before. It doesn't matter. Read the canons of ethics. The affair itself is a severe conflict of interest. It creates an obvious impropriety, which she publicly vowed she'd never do by having an affair with a subordinate in her office. And then she went about and did it and tried to keep it a secret. Uh, The other critical question is, did she benefit financially from the money she paid Wade, an exorbitant amount of money, when they took lavish vacations together, some of it on the taxpayer dime. Well, she insisted she always paid her fair share by reimbursing him. But here's the thing. She says she did it in cash. So we're talking about thousands of dollars, which, of course, in cash cannot be traced or corroborated. How very convenient. The whole thing is bizarre, and quite frankly, it doesn't pass the smell test. Yeah, I found it completely unbelievable. I've been watching all day. I filled in the guys. I was like, oh, my. You know what? How about let's also talk, Greg, Jared, about the moment the first witness was the friend of hers who she helped her get a place. She moved into her a condo, and she said, no, they were like huggy-kissy in 2019. Yeah, she was back to 2019. Yeah, she went all the way back to 20. But then it was the definition. I was waiting for the Clinton kind of description, the definition of is is, because it kind of got into, well, um, I don't know if it was really a relation. You know, it was like I I couldn't believe. But that, I thought, also very much went to hurting their credibility because she claims that they were together. They were they were close friends and that she knew and that Willis was telling her she had a relationship for a while. Your thoughts, Greg? 
Yeah, you know, I, I, I sort of had flashbacks of uh, Bill Clinton standing there claiming I never had sex with that woman. Well, it depends on what your definition of sex is, and his is apparently different than everybody else's. You're right. The first witness, this uh, good friend, testified that Willis told her about the sexual affair a, a, a full two years before Nathan Wade was hired by the DA. And in fact, a friend said she observed it personally. Now, that's a real problem for Willis and Wade because it puts a lie to their sworn statements by both of them filed with a court. Now, you know, perjury is pretty serious business. It's a felony. Uh, and that alone, of course, would disqualify them. But, but frankly, I don't see how this judge cannot uh, disqualify both Wade and Willis just based on their affair uh, during the prosecution of this case. Again, it, it's, to me, an egregious violation of the canons of ethics. Yeah, it, it just and so many of the things they said was so unbelievable. I mean, it was wild. Everybody, we are talking to Greg Jarrett, the great Fox News legal analyst, Ed Cox. So, look, it's over as far as these two are involved in this case. But do they have are they in danger other than that because of the money that was involved, et cetera? Well, you know, again, it's hard to trace the money if a lot of it is in cash. There are two other investigations in Georgia examining how Willis and Wade profited, how they used federal COVID money to bring a local case, uh, failed to obtain permission from the county for the cash that she doled out uh, to her lover. And, you know, apparently Wade took actions, including indictments, before he was ever sworn in. So, you know, this scheme of theirs smacks of misappropriation of public funds, honest services fraud. You got a whole line of staffers who are anxiously uh, waiting to testify against Willis and all kinds of improprieties that she presided over. You know, she could be removed from office uh, and even face criminal jeopardy. So, She's got a lot more problems than the prosecution of Donald Trump. So, so, She's got a good acting career, though. Yeah. I'll give her that. And I, thought, I still want to hang out with her. Yeah. But, but, Greg, so, so we've definitely cleared the hurdle of appearance of imp- appearance of uh, impropriety. So that that's she's out. What happens well, to the case? You know, I I never, you know, I we're I here because of Trump, right? Out. So what happens about that? You know, who knows about. how the judge is going to rule here. He may say, well, it was wrong, it was improper, but I don't think it rises to the level of disqualification. Now, I think the judge would be terribly wrong in making that assessment. Uh, And I think, to me, it's a no-brainer. She must be disqualified. Uh, And then I think the case I think he'd have to say it's so tainted we have to transfer it out of the DA's office. Mm -hmm. If if it goes to a different office, fresh prosecutorial eyes will take a look at this thing. They'll say, wait a minute. The evidence doesn't support racketeering. This case is legally unsound, in which case it would then likely be dismissed against all defendants. Well, I agree with uh, Tony. She does look like she's fun to hang out. She's got, she's so fun. And she, we know today she likes Grey Goose, right? She goes yeah. on lavish vacations. She's, she's got a high she life. She's buying a lot of rounds. Okay, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> right. Boy, it was one for the record books. Uh, Greg Jarrett, thank you so much.
My pleasure as always. Thank you. Wow, wow, wow.